Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Jen Amos. And today I have with me Denise Kagan, who is the president of DCA Virtual Business Support. Her website is dcavirtual.com. Also, she has a podcast show you may want to check out called Nurture Small Business. With that said, Denise, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jen. I'm very excited to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm excited to especially chat with you because I feel like you have achieved a kind of business that I had hoped to accomplish uh, in the past, which was to uh, provide a virtual business support for growing small businesses. Uh, and you have been in this space for 10 years. So tell us a little background of you know how you got into the space and uh, kind of how you keep thriving. <laughs> absolutely. So my first business I started and at 10 years, I sold it while I was mm. in that business. I got an opportunity to see what people need and what their, you know, um, not uh, both in their personal life and in their businesses. And Mm -hmm. this company, actually, when it started, I did personal assistance as well. Mm. I realized that was not a growth model that I wanted to pursue. (laughs) So we we evolved that about two years into the company and, and completed that evolution about the third year and had successfully, you know, farmed out our, our personal assistance clients. But we discovered, you know, what people really needed help with. And the more we got into it, the, you know, the more people started, well, do you do this? And do you do this? Mm. And do you do this? And it wound up being a very wide model at one point. And we looked at it and we said, you know, we need to bring that in. Okay. And then it's, evolved a little bit more organically since then. We still provide a lot of different types of services. However, it's been very much organically evolved at this point. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about how you were initially providing personal assistance. Was it kind of like, I don't want to trade time for hours kind of situation? Oh, it definitely was that. (laughs) I have to say though, it was a lot of fun to be able to shop with other people's money though. Mm. So that part I enjoyed. (laughs) What I I didn't, what I didn't enjoy was the 415 email going, Hey, I'm doing a dinner party tonight and I Mm. need stuff. And I'm like, what? Yeah. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, I I think that's amazing how, you know, very quickly you learn like, okay, I don't want to trade time for hours in the sense. I want to learn how to scale this, you know? And so, you know, fast forward to today, you actually work with 11 employees and uh, your team um, offers administrative and creative services. So tell us about that. Okay. So again, that was part of our natural um, evolution as as well as requests from clients. Mm. You know, we started very solidly on the administrative services, you know, offering backend support to clients. A lot of it was scheduling, document management, that sort of stuff. Mm. And then as we got into it, we would start having questions. Well, do you do social media? Do you do bookkeeping? Uh, Do you do email newsletters, do you do? And the questions kept coming. And, you know, at that time, early in the growth stage, it was yes, 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 we do all of that. Of course we do. (laughs) There's no, no, it's not an answer. (laughs) No, it's not an answer. Correct. So about, I think it was 2016 or 2017, we brought on this fantastic team member who is now my creative project manager. Mm And we were doing social media prior to that because I had some experience with the social media. So we were doing social media as well as um, email communications. And the um, 
the creative site started evolving. She was self-taught a photographer, but her graphic design skills were amazing. And she's mm-hmm. so intuitive. Um, and, and, and in the same, in, in tandem, the evolution of the admin side was happening. We were starting to get more executive assistant uh, requests. And so training our team towards executive assistant, you know, high level VIP CEO type scheduling, you know, high level document management process documentation. So the scope of what we did started changing as our clients started changing. And we stopped working with startups who wanted you know, very, very small packages. And now we're working with, you know, we have biotech companies we work with. We have executive coaches. We have executive coaches that are very specific to working with physicians. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's really the the wide berth of companies that we have. It's It makes it fascinating, to be honest with you. There's never a dull moment. Yeah. You know, Denise, I think what I uh, appreciate the most about what you have created for your business in the last decade is you kind of just followed the breadcrumbs. You know, you, you followed like what people may have been interested in people, what people may have assumed you had already provided. And you just kind of kept going. Like, it wasn't like, okay, we're going to do, we're going to have this avatar. We're going to focus on this person. And that's it. You're just like, oh, we can help you. We can help you too. We can help you too. And so it, it must be nice to just allow your business to grow organically the way that it did. You know, I think the best thing about it, first of all, is that we we created a space and a culture with our team, as well as with our clients. And, mm. you know, it's very much that team collaborative, you know, if you need something that, um, say, it's a regular VA account and you need bookkeeping, it might not be in your VA, but we have this person over here that can do that. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you need a specific skill set with Salesforce or Zoho or something. It may not be in your VA, but we have another person on our team that does those things. Mm-hmm. So we have allowed it to evolve organically and we've embraced all those differences in people. And it's helped us because that broad range of skills, we, we discover that so many team members, they usually have way more to offer than what they come to us with. They just, we just have to help pull it out. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I want to mention is about that organic evolution mm-hmm. that creates this wide range of, of services. Because I know there's some pros and cons about being very much in one vertical versus being so wide. Mm-hmm. It helped recession-proof us. Um, going through last year was a yeah. much easier journey for my business than a lot of businesses. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, I think that that's incredible, you know, to have been able to sort of cast a wide net or be willing to, you know, take projects that made the most sense for you and your team, uh, despite, let's say, the industry that they're in. Um, Because you're right. I mean, it's, I don't think uh, uh, 2020 had had not affected someone. We've all been affected by it one way or the other. Um, And so, you know, kudos to you to have been able to uh, live through that (laughs) year and still be successful today. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So a pride point for you, Denise, with your company is you like to take a a team approach uh, with your clients that you work with, uh, really allowing your, um, you know, assistants who work on the administrative side and the creative side to work together. So tell us about that and and that approach and kind of like how that's a a pride point for you to be able to do that. So it it started with actually the team development and we've Mm -hmm. Um, incorporated in team meetings for each individual, like the admin side and the creative side. The team leaders lead those, but they're often taught by the other team members. So Mm -hmm. when one person is really good at PowerPoint, 
then they're going to go ahead and teach this. One person might be good at research for a blog. So on the creative team, they might teach this. So again, it goes back to that organic discovery of all these variety of skills, but they're not always in one person. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of times I get people who approach me and say, you know, we want an executive assistant who can do it all. It's like, you know, that doesn't usually exist in one person. Okay. So we talk to our clients and we talk to them about, you know, are you open to having one main point of contact, but then other people who may assist? I was like, and I tell them, I said, um, and this has been actual conversations, which is why I'm saying it this way. I tell them that, you know, you may not even know that another person has set up your survey monkey survey. Okay. Mm -hmm. You may not know that another person has done your research. You know, our main goal is to make sure that we facilitate whatever it is that you need and that we get it done, whether you have that one main facing VA or it's, you know, multiples. And we've actually had clients that have asked us for multiple VAs. A client that we're working with right now, she said, I envision us working 40 hours a week together, but I want that split between two or three different VAs. I was like, yep, we can do that. Yeah. Yeah. I like that because it goes back to that point you mentioned earlier, not one virtual assistant can do it all. So to really make this a team effort where you have a an account manager to maybe overlook everything and project manage, uh, you really can let the team um, bring out their, you know, their best strengths collectively to be able to serve this client. Absolutely. And that's what our team leaders do is that project management portion of it. They ensure that the best person is on whatever tasks are needed. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you don't have to mention like company names or anything, but is there a particular company that you have worked with for some time that have really uh, appreciated, you know, working with you and throughout the years, whether it's a long-term client or what have you, I, I cu- I'm curious to know mainly so for the listeners can get an idea of what it would be like to hire your company. So we, ha- there's, there's a few, <laughs> <laughs> we have some that we have very much going, oh yes, there are favorites. There are unicorns. <laughs> Love it. So <laughs> we have a, um, a mar- we work with some other marketing companies and we do white label services. Mm. But sometimes we function in admin capacity as well. And we do have one particular um, digital marketing company. They do lead gen SEO, things that we actually don't do. So there's a little mm. bit of overlap, but that has been an amazing relationship in that, first of all, we've been able to teach each other stuff. She is so skilled at sales. And she, I was like, I love that approach. We, we would sit in and sales calls together and I, you know, I would, I would adopt what she was doing and, and we would talk about it. So it's, we were not doing anything behind each other's back. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, our onboarding process, she goes, Oh, can I steal that? I was like, absolutely. So those types of relationships where you might have some overlapping things you do, but you talk very honestly and thoroughly like, okay, this is my space with this particular client, but I'm going to refer you to them for this. Yeah, And we've wound up being uh, not just working together, but actually where I've been able to refer clients back to them too, for the things that we don't do. Yeah. I think it just goes back to that uh, spirit of yours to have that team approach. It's really just this collaborative effort, whether it's with, you know, your employees or when you, you know, partner up with another company to, you know, reach that ultimate goal of helping a client. And so I think that is just, uh, you know, very professional of you, you know, to want to be able to do that and work with someone where you may have had, where you may have overlap and come to find now you're referring business her way. So it's incredible. There's no competitors. There's only collaborators. Yeah. 
yeah, I feel like we should end there. That was just, that was a powerful mic drop. (laughs) 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 Well, uh, awesome. Well, you know, Denise, I want to go ahead and move forward and and talk about some other points that uh, I have here, but before I do anything else you want people to know about the DCA virtual business support. We're, we're out here in the community. We support events. Um, We definitely have, like you've mentioned several times, that team-driven model. Um, You know, and I'm an open book. You know, if you want to know something, set up a time with me. I'm happy to chat about it. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And you also have a a podcast show, Denise. Let's go ahead and talk about that now. Uh, Your podcast show is called Nurture Small Business. And Mm -hmm. in conjunction to that, you have a a Thriving Thursday event um, to be able to support this podcast show. So if people want to check this out, what can they get? What what can they expect? So Nurture Small Business, let's start there. It's a podcast for growing businesses. Mm -hmm. And with that, I say, you know, six, seven, eight figure businesses, roughly. Uh, we cover topics such as um, <clears throat> metrics, dashboards, KPIs, um, how to build, you know, business credit, uh, pr- uh, boundaries within family run businesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had definitely different types of marketing topics, different types of sales topics. We had a really great one on um, prospecting, very mm-hmm. specifically on prospecting, not just sales in general. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've had a lot of uh, really awesome uh, guests and the topics they talk about, there's always something actionable in there that you can take away and do right now. It's not salesy. It's not pitchy. We really just want that information to be there for those business owners so they can take it and run with it and learn from it and grow their businesses. Yeah. I think, uh, I think in a time like right now, it's always great to have shows such as yours to be able to be given those golden nuggets, especially in a time that's like ever changing. Do you feel like your topics had changed since the pandemic or uh, fairly similar topics that came up? There's so I I launched roughly when the pandemic was hitting pandemic Mm. stage. Um, (laughs) And so a lot of the topics there were we talked very we talked about the CARES Act. We talked Mm -hmm. about. Um, I had a safety company that came on. We did a three-part series. We did a diversity and equity and inclusion three-part series. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've talked about a lot of the hot topic items that have been, you know, last year that businesses have been challenged with. Yeah. And then for this year, it's been very much more business development as we're settling out of COVID. Um, but we've recently had a, an amazing guest who we did also talk about her challenges as being a female business owner in a male-driven area mm-hmm. with no formal education and a minority. And wow. we, we had a really frank conversation about that. So we're always looking at ways that we can add value, whether it's with a social issue or business development, because as business owners, we have to address all those things. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's not just sales, sales, sales. You know, my team that works for me, they they were very articulate and told me these things matter to us. And I'm like, okay, then they matter to the company. Okay. Yeah. And we're going to drive this as part of our culture. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. There was a, um, a study that I think American Express released about just uh, women in entrepreneurship. And it, t- it comes to find that a lot of women end up in entrepreneurship because of, let's say it's really difficult for them to uh, be in corporate America because they want to take care of their family. And so being in business allows them that flexibility to be there for their kids. And so, you know, I think it's, 
that I think that's the beauty of small business that a lot of people uh, should be more aware of is that it's really diverse. It's a very diverse um, space to be in. Um, and to be able to acknowledge those things is, is, is really good. Um, so I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah. And Denise, you also have what you call a thriving Thursday event. So tell us about that. So the speak the person that I just mentioned with uh, the the female and the minority in the male driven industry, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she is a speaker for the first event, which is May thirteenth. I'm not sure this will air by then, but we do them quarterly. The next one after that would be August twelfth, and so the format is this. And first of all, let me back up. The whole idea is it's targeted towards business owners and to create a business owner community. Um, if you go to that site where you register, it talks about, hey, we're business owners sometimes feel like we're on an island, but the goal here is to create an archipelago. We want to rely on each other. Okay. Oh, beautiful. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, we touched me there. <laughs> we, because we need each other. We need yeah. each other for feedback, for advice, um, you know, create an advisory counselor, mentorship, and collaborations. I mean, business works best when you're working together. And so, so that's how the event is formatted. We have the speaker and then we have a networking portion where you meet the other attendees mm-hmm. and it's divided up into uh, speed networking plus tables and you can pick whichever works best for you. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's amazing. I'm still sitting on, you know, business owners are like an island, but we help you feel like you're part of an archipelago that just, I'm just going to sit on that for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> because it's true, right? Like you feel like you're alone. Sometimes you feel like you're, you, they say it's lonely on the top or more money, more problems kind of thing, but to know that you could be a part of a community. And it goes back to, again, to that spirit that you have Denise to take a team approach to everything. Um, I think it's very reassuring for our, our small business owners. So, um, you know, again, kudos to you. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> All right, Denise. So as we uh, tr- as we start to conclude our uh, conversation today, I want to get into the topic of procedures. And so procedures, uh, in your opinion, are ever changing, and you need to have at least a place to start. Particularly, uh, elaborate on that and help us understand what that means. And yeah, you know, knowing that procedures are ever changing, how do we adjust to that? So as business owners grow and their businesses grow, being having procedures in place allows you to train incoming staff, whether that's a hired staff or an outsourced solution, it allows people to replicate the process. And so many times I see small business owners keeping that stuff up here in the noggin. So <laughs> you need to get it out onto paper. Mm-hmm. And it's okay if it's just a bullet point list. So that's what I mean. You need to start somewhere. It is okay if it is just a bullet point list right there. It doesn't have to go into detail. And there's two sides of thought on creating procedures, some that want it detailed, this step, this step, this step, and every single step documented. Others who just want it very high level and allow the team to, you know, creatively figure out how to get to that goal, but with understanding the major steps. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a proponent of either one. I think they have their place. Each one has their place to be perfectly honest with you. Mm. But if you have none, get it into some type of a document. And if video works better for you, use a tool like Loom, create a video while you're doing it and saying, okay, this is what I'm doing. Just remember that if you ever plan to transfer it to paper, be very specific. I'm clicking this button and selecting this option and specify what the option is because a person who's transcribing it is going to put the very generic there pronouns in where you use them verbally. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so just, I just wanted to say that in procedures, as you mentioned, 
they they constantly evolve. Mm-hmm. You, like I said, get it on paper as that starting point. And as your business evolves and you change, and this is something that we help our clients keep up with. You know, I was working with um, somebody yesterday on a platform called Blackboard, mm-hmm. and not Blackboard, Big Marker. Big mm. marker. <laughs> you just like um, brought me back to my college days when you said blackboard. I was like, that sounds like 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 that back office I would go to in my classes. But anyway, go on. <laughs> I remember that actually. Yeah. Uh, so big marker, it's like an event type platform. Mm. Okay. And we were going through the procedure and looking at that, and they said, Oh, they made some updates. So, and that's the other thing with procedures is technology is constantly updating. Mm. So mm-hmm. if you do have a procedure related to that you know, you want to make sure that yours is also updating and or hyperlinking to the appropriate things and verify that sometimes it's a really good idea to review your procedures once per year, Mm -hmm. at least. Um, If you're in a high change time, you should probably review them more frequently, but once per year is usually sufficient. Mm, Awesome. Powerful. Well, Denise, I feel like I pulled a lot out of you today, but I just want to make sure I've covered all my bases. Is there anything else uh, you want to share with our listeners before we go? No, I, you know, <laughs> you pegged me right. I'm, I'm definitely the team collaborator type of advocate here. And that is most definitely our approach. Um, I can be caught on the podcast. Uh, of course, people can hear, hear me there and learn things. So um, no, nothing additional. You've really done a great job, Jen. Covering well, thanks, everything. Denise. And that was on air, y'all. Jen did a great job. Um, well, Denise, thanks again so much for joining us here on The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I've really enjoyed our conversation today. Thank you, Jen. Yeah. And again, to our listeners, this is Denise Kagan, who is the president of DCA Virtual Business Support. You can learn more about her and her company at dcavirtual.com. Also check out our podcast, Nurture Small Business. Thank you all so much for joining us. And we'll chat with you in the next episode. Tune in next time. Thanks for listening to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, We scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.